This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. Listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora back to talk more WandaVision on Disney+. And it's the the penultimate episode, the second to last, episode eight, called Previously On. And uh, one or two things may have happened in this episode, Aurora. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I feel like we'll have at least two things to talk about, but maybe more. Uh <laughs> <laughs> At least two. Um, this I don't think this was quite as long as I was expecting the episode to be. I heard that the last two episodes may have been over an hour each, but I think this one was maybe 40, like 42 minutes or something like that. Um, they still managed to pack in a lot into this mm-hmm. episode. Uh, so uh, we begin. Well, actually, like we really begin with Agatha turning the Marvel logo purple. And yeah, and uh, like whisking us all the way back to 1693 Salem, Massachusetts, uh, where there is in fact a witch trial, but it is not held by the sit. Well, it's not held by the the pilgrims anyway. It is there's a trial of a witch uh, being held by other witches, uh, yeah. and on trial is of course Agatha. Um, a coven of witches, actually, led by her mother, Evanora, attempt to kill Agatha for practicing dark magic. However, she drains their life forces. Uh, so we get a little bit of Agatha backstory there. Uh, in the present, Agatha demands to know how Wanda is controlling Westview and forces her to relive key moments of her life. She learns that Wanda has had magical abilities since she was a child which were later amplified by the Mind Stone, and that she has always enjoyed watching various sitcoms. Although Agatha didn't really learn that, we learned that. I don't mm-hmm. think she cared about that at all. Uh, after the blip, Wanda visited Sword to recover Vision's body. 
but Hayward refused to let her bury him, and unable unable to feel any life in vision, she drove uh, to Westview, where he had bought for her before his uh, like a a plot of land. Um, that's where she drove in Westview, where they had bought a home before his death, so that they could live their life together. And in a fit of grief, she manifested a house. Uh, on the lot and a new version of vision like straight from her body and extended the hex across the entire town. At this point, Agatha concludes that Wanda possesses a legendary form of magic called chaos magic and she dubs her the Scarlet Witch. And in a mid-credit scene, Hayward reactivates the original vision's now all-white reassembled corpse. So that's some stuff that happened, Aurora. What did you think of this episode? I want chaos magic. Yeah, me too. As Agatha put it, uh, what did she say? Uh, magic on autopilot. Yeah, she literally just created a house. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> As I was watching it, I was like, I need this. Okay. Now, <laughs> I can just create a house, whatever. Yeah. Do you, re- <laughs> do you remember Agatha like tearing her down she's like you have this power and you use it to make breakfast for dinner i'm thinking like who wouldn't use it to make (laughs) breakfast for dinner i mean to be fair i think i would use it for more things i mean okay yes (laughs) yes but food first I would create, like, my own amusement park or something. (laughs) I mean, it's like I could grow or make my own food, or I could go to the grocery store, or I could just use chaos magic to manifest. I could just just use it to manifest the pizza that I want for dinner. Uh, I really see no problem with that, Agatha, so I don't know what her problem is. (laughs) (laughs) But continue. Um, I, oh my gosh. Well, I, first of all, I think that we saw in this episode one of the best scenes in Marvel history mm-hmm. because that scene where she's like unleashing her the hex yes was amazing mm-hmm. it looked insane yes um but the most impactful thing for me in this episode was when they're going in the flashbacks and the, she's talking to Vision about oh my goodness. Lucy and Pietro mm-hmm. I bawled my eyes out yeah. I, in that in that scene, I was crying, ugly crying. This happened to me twice in this episode, and that was one of the scenes too. The first time I watched it, yeah, it was a beautiful. Like, it's not a type of scene that you you think you'd see in a superhero mm-hmm. show. No, and it it was like straight out of like a heavy drama show. It felt it felt very real. Her performance in this whole episode, by the way, was amazing. Amazing, uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. She was tremendous. Yes. Yes. Uh, Vision had, I feel like, one of the most poetic and beautiful... Like, you were talking about, uh, like, one of the coolest things you've ever seen in an MCU anything. And Vision, I think, also in that scene delivered one of the most poetic and beautiful lines of dialogue I've ever mm-hmm. heard. Um, mm-hmm. When he was talking about her grief, and it was something along the lines of, like, what is grief but love persevering? Mm-hmm. And I was, oh my god, like that! Amazing. All of that was just, and you see the the beginning of their relationship, uh, yeah. like right there. And there was one of those yeah. things that we were sort of missing mm-hmm. in between the movies. Like there was a progression of their relationship between him saving her in Age of Ultron and where we see them in uh, Civil War. 
and there's sort of like an in-between like and then we get in between civil war and infinity war and then between them there's like a full-on couple and it felt like we missed some stuff there and this filled in some of those gaps beautifully i thought mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it was that was the, the line that made me cry ugly cry mm-hmm. like it hit me so hard when he said it i was like wow that's yeah <laughs> that's very deep <laughs> it is it's i thought that was gorgeous uh, gorgeous beautiful writing yeah. uh yeah i mean it's one of those things where you don't even need to think about it uh where you're like oh oh yeah that makes sense that's mm-hmm. that's a nice thing to say no it was one of those things that like just hit instantly like one of yeah. those things that you always knew all along but nobody ever put it in a way that mm-hmm. uh made you really feel it and i i love that line yep yeah um, the other thing that I liked is how the show is kind of like wrapping things up mm-hmm. um, because they had us with so many questions yes. throughout. Yep. And then I feel like in this episode, they answered most of them. Quite a few. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a very clever way. Yes. Um, it didn't feel like on the nose. You know, it didn't feel like, um, I don't know. It just felt very, the progression feels really good. Mm-hmm. in the in the show um and we saw agatha in full costume yes at the end mm-hmm. yes um which you know she looks amazing yes. <laughs> i've developed a huge admiration for this actress i think <laughs> Catherine Hahn. yeah she's awesome yes, she is amazing i think she deserves all the awards mm-hmm. <laughs> for this show because she was funny in this episode too at times she was funny and she plays that character when that's in first scene where she's with the witches and they're trying to uh kill her mm-hmm. she played that amazing mm-hmm. like she, she i never thought she would play a villain i mean i think she's a villain i don't know uh, she's i think she's absolutely a villain Mm-hmm. Uh, although at the beginning, I certainly was feeling sympathy for her. Like, it seemed like, like, I'm not sure why she dabbled in dark magic. Like, there have been, uh, there have been people who have dabbled in dark magic in Marvel movies who have also been good people. Like the ancient one in Doctor Strange, she famously was kind of siphoning energy from the dark dimension to kind of keep herself alive longer, which is something that gets revealed later on in the movie. And Dr. Strange is like, I still got your back. But Mordo is like, no, I like everything I learned is a lie. And then he kind of becomes a, he kind of, he kind of becomes like an anti wizard person. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are good people who have tapped into dark energy. Um, so it's possible. Like she seemed, maybe she was trying to save her own ass. But it seemed like she genuinely was upset about what had happened and didn't want yeah. to die. Um, I mean, your mom is trying to kill you. I, they, yeah, I feel like you've done something <laughs> bad. Um, and it, it also seemed like to me, maybe in that scene, that she wasn't even trying to kill them. It almost seemed kind of like a, like absorbed their energy or something. Yeah, she definitely she sucked the life out of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. It was. I was trying to figure out why she was so because she did look a little younger in the flashback, and Marvel mm-hmm. is famous for their de aging stuff. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't look very old now, and no. mm-hmm. 
I was at first I was wondering if she was doing like what the ancient one did in Doctor Strange, where she was tapping life force from the dark dimension. But then I realized she sucked the life out of all of those witches. And yeah. that's probably why she still looks so young here in 2021. And um, she, you know, she said that a couple of things that, you know, uh, indicates that she knows how to do illusions and things oh, like that. So maybe she's just doing an illusion. Yeah, she's. So one of the big things that this episode answered was who's really behind the hex. And it was, in fact, in this case, Wanda all along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Agatha, I mean, a lot of the stuff that happened in it was Agatha all along because she was manipulating things, trying right. to get things to this point. And it, so far, it turns out that she wasn't really after her kids. She was. She was after her kids so she could get to Wanda. Because mm-hmm. what she's really interested in is how the hell did Wanda do any of this? And she's right. blown away that Wanda doesn't like Wanda didn't go to Hogwarts and she doesn't know <laughs> any of the basic like magic stuff. She's like, right. how do you not know any of this stuff? And that makes her even more um, that makes her even more intrigued because like, you know, she's blown away. She's like, you're pulling illusions like miles away from you. Uh, yeah. you're, like you're not even trying and she manifested vision from nothingness mm-hmm. uh, so yeah very powerful yeah. Uh, and that was at least that was an answer that was kind of like a big answer uh, that we got yeah and, but mm-hmm. I have a question yeah because they show that Wanda went to get vision's body mm-hmm. to bury it Yes. Um, but she didn't live with it, with it. And then we see that she materializes vision out of her own power. Mm-hmm. So what was up with the video we saw of her stealing the body? Was that like Oh, so fake? that's that's the so that's the trick. Uh, when if you if you go back, you'd have to go back and watch the episode, but they never you never on the footage actually see her leaving with the body. So this guy is evil then. This Hayward guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dick. His character confuses (laughs) me. Uh, (laughs) His character confuses me because in the scene where Wanda goes to him in that flashback, he seems understanding at first. Mm -hmm. Even even a little bad feels like he feels a little bad for her. But then he says a line like, he was never yours. I'm like... He was uh, I'm like, uh, provoking ass- her. I know. I'm like, asshole. Like, a minute ago, you're like, he's your soulmate, is what you said to her. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was also brought to my attention that he may have been trying to provoke her. Um, yeah. Maybe to see what she would do. Uh, as we see yeah. in the mid credit scene, they want her energy. They want her power. So maybe they were trying to gather it there instead. Clearly, they had plans uh, for the vision. And, and I guess we'll get to that. Um, in a little bit too. Uh, there's one thing. There's a grievance that I need to strike with this episode. Maybe we still haven't. We still have an episode left, and maybe it will be remedied there. But I have one grievance that I would like to strike with this episode, uh, okay. and that is Pietro, or as Agatha called mm-hmm. him, Pietro, fake Pietro. Pietro. <laughs> um, so the way she made it sound is that she found somebody who just happened to look like Evan Peters' 
uh, Pietro Maximoff from the X-Men movies. And just, but he's not that guy. He's just a guy who happens to look like that guy. And she took control of him to, you know, uh, make Wanda think that it was her brother somehow, some way or something. Um, she didn't say anything about finding him somewhere or anything about a multiverse, anything like that. Um, now maybe there's still more to be said about it, but if there's not, if he is just some guy and they literally put Evan Peters in this role just to kind of be like a wink and a nod to fans, but not have it be part of this multiverse thing they're doing. I feel like that's a bad move because I, I honestly feel like this, like the, uh, the path from A to B story wise would be Mm -hmm. easier if she's like, I mean, she could still call him Fietro because he's not her brother. But if she pulled him from some other dimension, he is Pietro Maximoff. He is Quicksilver. He's just not her Quicksilver. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. she would feel something familiar, but it would feel off, which is what she felt like. Um, So if it is just some sort of like, I just use this guy as a puppet. Uh, I feel like that doesn't work as good as yeah, I, I, I yoinked this guy from another dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's my only qualm with that. I love, I, I agree. Yeah. I love the flashback stuff. I love the, I love the mechanism that they used, like going through the doors and reliving everything. The, I thought it was, I thought okay. Well, I thought young Pietro was highly annoying, as did Agatha. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Yes, it was. It's like, why do you say so loud? <laughs> <laughs> We're standing right here. Um, but I thought young Wanda was adorable, and I thought the montage of them watching the Dick Van Dyke show was um, heartwarming. The music they played. The, scene, the specific scenes they showed you reminded you of the first couple of episodes uh, and tying it into the death of her parents uh, is all you needed to know about why was the show like this? Like, why was it all sitcom-y? Why was it, uh, why was it Dick Van Dyke? Why was it Malcolm in the Middle? Why was it any of those things? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's right there. It's just in her subconscious. This is what her family did together as a family and it's what they were doing when they were taken away from her. I thought all of that just was put together beautifully. I loved all that. I loved going back to um, the trials in Sokovia for Hydra. Mm -hmm. Uh, The moment where the, I mean, okay, so it's, we should probably also mention that it's interesting that it's revealed here that she had powers the whole time. She always yeah. had ability. She was a baby witch. Yeah, she was essentially, I guess, a mutant of some sort, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess they can say now because they have the the rights to those uh, properties <laughs> back. Um, so that was a thing that was revealed, but her abilities were enhanced greatly by the Mind Stone. Um, mm-hmm. And seeing that moment... Um, where she's washed. Okay, so somebody uh, had mentioned a theory to me that the obviously the commercials, which there wasn't one this week, but the commercials no, no. are 
obviously there are elements of her subconscious. The, mm-hmm. the Stark Industries bomb had a blinking red light just like the toaster. Right. Uh, but also um, the idea is that they also sort of line up with the events of this episode where the first thing we see uh, from the dream is the the bomb and then we go to the uh, we go to the Hydra lab which was run by Strucker mm-hmm. uh, with the watch the third one was the the Hydra soak mm-hmm. and or if you want you could say that she was soaked in the energy of the Mind Stone which in fact uh, via the quote for that commercial unleashed her inner goddess yeah 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 um after that was the the lagos paper towels which was right around the time where her and vision had that meeting in the bedroom or before it was right before all of that um but then the last two commercials i think are really more unrelated um because there's the the yogurt one uh the yo magic someone's don't let somebody steal yo magic which, I mean, that kind of aligns with what happened at the beginning of this episode. Yes, it does. And yeah. the last one was for the Nexus antidepressants. Right. Which, uh, at, at least according to the comic books, Wanda is a n- Nexus being, I guess, which means that she is always herself in every universe. Mm-hmm. So, like how... Pietro from the X-Men movies looks like Evan Peters and Pietro from here looks like Aaron Taylor Johnson. Scarlet Witch will look like Elizabeth Olsen, apparently, no matter what multiverse she is, like no matter what universe she is in. She's like a a frozen point. She would be herself in all of them. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I think that was more directly tied to how much she was falling apart in the last episode. Um, Interesting. but, But yeah, I feel like um, I feel like there's more to it because those first, like the first three or four follow it so closely. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it was an accident, but Marvel rarely does things by accident. Yeah. Um, gosh, what else to talk about? Uh, new vision mm-hmm. at the end. Uh, so apparently he's appeared like this in the comic books before. And in the comics when he's looked like this it was because he was like a husk it was the body it was the abilities but there was no there was no one driving like there's no personality like the Jarvis personality or whatever any of that it's all gone there's no there's none of him in there mm-hmm. he's just a remote controlled weapon I guess um I have no idea what's in his forehead because there's obviously no Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a couple people theorize that maybe it's like an arc reactor, like what Tony Stark would have to power his... Yeah, I saw I saw some people say that on Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe it's that. They used Wanda's energy that she infused into the drone that they tried to kill her with earlier. They used that to power him up. So uh, I'm sure we will see big conclusions to all of that next week, but... Um. Yeah, I'm still. I feel like we got a lot of answers, but I'm still feeling like there's a lot of questions that can mm-hmm. be asked. And there were quite a few people in this episode, Aurora, or not that were. I should say that were not in this episode. Yeah, um, we didn't see Darcy this episode. No Darcy. No Jimmy. Uh, no uh, Monica. Yeah, nothing from any of them. Yeah, um, and we saw Monica before 
the, in the episode before mm-hmm. going to the basement, she was she was about to get in, and we yes. didn't see her at all no. in this episode. She was captured by Fietro. Uh, <laughs> she was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I think I have one more pertinent question. This question has really been I've been asking this question since last night, um, trying to figure out exactly what happened. So, after I should say this because I mentioned earlier, uh, I guess because it's a lead-in. I mentioned earlier that there were two moments in this episode that made me cry. The second one was when she touches Vision's forehead and says that she can't feel him, which is a direct nod to both the beginning and the end of their stories in Infinity War, uh, Mm -hmm. which didn't break my heart the first time I heard it, but it broke my heart the second time I heard it. And it broke my heart here, too. Um, And then she leaves. And then she just goes driving, which, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Also, I find it charming that somebody who has the ability to fly just drives a car. I love, I, I don't know why. I just think that's, <laughs> it's like watching Tony Stark drive the car. Like he could just fly around in the suit all day long, but sometimes he just drives in his fancy car. Maybe he just yeah. likes driving. Um, and she goes to Westview as it is before she implemented the hex. Mm-hmm. And we see all sorts of, we see some people um, as they were before the hex. Uh, we see locations, like we see the gazebo and the pool where um, the For the Children meeting was. Um, this place is run down, Aurora. It's not looking good. It did not look like an inviting place. Uh huh. So that being said, the real driving question here is, why would two Avengers... Yes, like thank, you. Two of, thank you. Thank you for asking this question. Two of Earth's <laughs> mightiest heroes that have saved the world on multiple occasions, including just recently saving half of all life in existence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why would they go live in this crappy looking town, Aurora? That that was my question, too. Are they not paid I was like, very why, much? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I, the only thing that I can, I can think of mm-hmm. is that maybe they're trying to go to like the least like you out know, of the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the 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 one place where they would not get be bothered. Mm, yeah, they're not like Tony Stark who'd go live in Malibu or something. <laughs> right. Maybe they just wanted to be like normal. You oh know? my god! Could you imagine? I feel like this is a bit of a diss on New Jersey, but maybe they were like, "What's what's the state where nobody like wants to go to that state?" And they're like, "New Jersey," and they're like, "Okay, let's find the dumpiest city in New Jersey and we'll go live there." <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was nobody, nobody that she saw while driving through this, the town mm-hmm. was happy. No, they all looked horrible or miserable. <laughs> they all looked miserable. Um, <laughs> they seemed more miserable under her under her spell. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they didn't look so happy before. No, probably because they lived in Westview, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, I feel like that's as good of an answer as we're going to get, Aurora, that they maybe just yeah. wanted to be out of the public eye. I feel like if you really wanted to do that, though, move to, like, Montana or Wyoming or something. Yeah, like an island. Yes. You're Wanda could just to, Wanda could just make an island somewhere <laughs> out in the ocean. Or listen, you can literally go to another planet yes. in this world. <laughs> They've been to space, as Nick Fury has said. Yes. Bitch, you've been to space. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he could have done that. There's a, yeah. I, <laughs> just, just Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy get yes. in their ship. 
then just you know go whatever um, that being I, actually i really don't want to go take too too much away from that moment because i did think that was a really sweet moment when she opens the deed and there mm-hmm. is a heart on it and it said uh, something like somewhere to grow old together mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that vision put there because it was signed with a v uh yep. also it was so sweet i felt so bad for her when uh and she fell to her knees very much like when she fell to her knees when her brother died in Age of Ultron. I don't know mm-hmm. if that was a callback, but knowing that it's Marvel probably was a callback. Um, I felt so bad for it. There's a lot of times in this where um, the look on her face when Agatha started uh, badgering her about, she's like, so your brother died, like your parents died, then your brother died, and then the love of your life died. And the look on her face when she was trying not to cry and then just started mm-hmm heartbreak her performance throughout this episode was tremendous as it's yeah. been kind of throughout this show but uh she's she's the best i cannot i'm so happy like this is sort of in a way raised my hopes for falcon and the winter soldier i mm-hmm. don't think the show's going to be nearly as good as this one cuz i don't know how it could it took a character that i i, I liked enough but has done so much character building Mm -hmm. and took her character in a way where not only do I feel bad for her, but I relate to her on a lot of levels. Um, Maybe not about grief, but in, in other things uh, that affect people the same way. Like she's very relatable. She's become one Mm -hmm. of my favorite characters over the course of nine episodes. Yeah. Uh, I know that there are some people who aren't enjoying the show as much who thought, this could have been much shorter or, and I, I totally disagree. Like, yeah, I, me too. I feel like if you can take a character who is sort of on the fringe of my interest and then tell a story with them so good that they're now one of my favorites, I'm very invested in what happens to her from yeah. now on. And there's something so powerful in my opinion, to see someone that has superpowers mm-hmm. be so vulnerable. Yes. Because we, we've grown up with, you know, thinking that superheroes are, you know, indestructible. Yeah, Superman. And, yeah. You know, yeah. And we've always had that perception. And I think that Marvel has done something really unique here, which is mm-hmm. showing the vulnerable side of being a superhero and yeah. having superpowers. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. She's not just vulnerable. She's in some ways, she's kind of broke. Yeah. Um, and has had no way to cope with it. Mm-hmm. Um, everything in her life has been taken away from her and she gets moved to a new place. And then another thing gets taken away. She gets moved to a new place and that gets taken away. She never has had a chance to settle or live a Mm -hmm. life. And just when she was about to, things get taken away from her again. And it's, yeah, it's hard to not relate to that character. Um, I'm so mad that this is the last episode coming up. Uh, (laughs) I'm glad that she's going to be in the Doctor Strange movie. uh, But... Oh boy, after this, I don't think it's I mean, we'll see how the doc I guess we'll have to see how the Doctor Strange movie goes. Uh but after this, I don't have a problem at all calling for a Scarlet Witch movie after this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh or more or more TV with her. Something. Yeah. She's I love great. an Agatha movie. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine if they end up like Thor and Loki where they sort of have like they don't like each other really, but they do. Yes. Uh, 
uh, we could have like the buddy. We could have like the buddy movie with Wanda and Agatha. Um, <laughs> I feel I feel pretty good with that. Um, yeah. Let's make that happen, Disney Plus. Yes, I'm sure there's people already like pounding on the door asking for that. So we are not the yeah. only ones. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on episode eight? And what would you give it? My o- my only other thought is that like, what what. What happened with the the other Avengers didn't do anything for Wanda? (laughs) (laughs) No, I guess not. Like, Like she's just grieving and, you know, so sad. And none of them are like, hey, do you want to (laughs) talk? Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to think like what kind of. I'm trying to think of what kind of status the Avengers are at right now, because sort of like the heads of the table, uh, one of them is dead. The other is a very old man. Yes. Um, another one is dead, being Scarlet Witch, or not Scarlet Witch, but a Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, like, who else is sitting at the head of the table right now? Hulk? Uh, <laughs> Hawkeye, maybe? I mean, Thor is probably off planet with the Guardians. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, like, Rhodey? I'm trying to yeah. think of, like, who's at the head of the t- Vision is gone. I'm trying to. I've seen, I've seen Hulk be sensitive. Yeah. No, I mean, he could be. <laughs> I just feel like maybe what's happening right now is that the Avengers are sort of in a, they are disassembled at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like eventually there will be a reassembling, but it will be a new, obviously it will have to be a new crew. Um, Cause not all of them are going to be around, but I think that might be a reason why I would imagine that after everything that happened, um, there's probably a little disassembly with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wanda was just doing this on her own. Yeah, I just feel like if you know if this was like the re- like in this world, mm-hmm. I feel like there should be somebody you know, to like back her up. Yeah, or or someone just keeping track of you know unstable superheroes, mm-hmm. <laughs> just in case yeah. they decide to you know kidnap a whole town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I well, don't know. I mean, I mean, she did abide by the Sokovia Accords. Uh, they, I guess. He, he did tell her that, you know, like according to the Sokovia Accords or whatever, like, you know, um, I, he, they get his body or something. I don't remember. Um, and she did abide by them. So I presume that she abides by other. I'm sure they know where she is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to imagine is I'm going to go ahead and guess that the missing persons case that started all of this was Wanda. I guess would that mm. would that have been because that's what Monica originally was sent out there to work with um, Jimmy Wu on the case for was that he was investigating a missing a missing person's case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all I can imagine is that the missing person is Wanda. That's all I can mm-hmm. imagine um, at this point. Um, there is also one other thing sort of dangling out there. Paul Bettany said that there's a um, that there's a scene he gets to act with like an actor he's always wanted to act against or whatever or work with and it's been his entire dream and he said it was electric or whatever and i think i'm now maybe there might be some sort of cameo that we're gonna get here um but honestly i think it's a joke and i think he's talking about working with himself uh because i think we're gonna have it could be that sounds like full bit to me i think we're gonna have wanda (laughs) i think we're gonna have wanda's vision and we're gonna have reassembled uh ivory vision uh, but uh, but Elizabeth Olsen also said in an interview that there, there's a huge cameo in the she show. She did. And if it's Evan Peters, 
then... I don't think it's even Evan Peters. Even if it was Evan Peters as Quicksilver, which it doesn't sound like it is right now. Even, But even if it was, I don't think it was like the Mark Hamill level uh, no. that she was talking about from The Mandalorian. Okay. Uh, I, it's not that level. Um, Mandalorian spoilers. Yeah, Mandalorian spoilers. <laughs> Son of a bitch! If you've never seen The Mandalorian... <laughs> Apologies uh, in <laughs> hindsight. Also, if you have not seen The Mandalorian, please what, do. Yeah, what are you doing? Why, why, <laughs> why are you listening to this podcast? Go watch The Mandalorian, then come back yeah. and finish this podcast. Yeah. If you're watching this show, you can watch The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. They're on the same service. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You'll love Baby Yoda. Promise. Um, yes. But yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Anyway. Uh is that the wrap up of your final thoughts? We sort of went on a tangent. Um, what would you What yeah. would you give episode eight, Aurora? Oh, I want to give it a five. Well, that's what I gave it—an easy yeah. one. Yeah, easy. Uh, I didn't. I didn't have to think twice about this. I. Yeah. If an, if an episode makes me cry twice, like mm-hmm. it's it's already in five territory. But there was there were so many great moments. Uh, so many good reveals, so many good answers to questions that we've had. Um, just wonderfully written dialogue. Th- this just had everything for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I love this episode. And I am hoping to love the next episode just as much, which, again, I'm hanging my hat on it. So far, uh, there's at least one thing, or there's at least a couple of things. We haven't seen Doctor Strange. Um, we don't know if it's the bunny or not. Um, she did talk to the bunny. Um, after the mm-hmm. after the flashback after the Agatha flashback um, where she's like she does look surprised to see the real us or whatever uh, and that bunny did eat a cicada which bunnies are not prone to do um, yeah. now a lot of people said that it could be a nod to her son in the comic books whose last name is Scratch and she calls the bunny senior Scratchy so maybe that's it but that mm-hmm. would feel like a weird reveal to do like right at the end of a show like we're revealing a new character that you know nothing about and we have no time to develop. Right, so right. I don't think that's that. Maybe she transfigured Doctor Strange into a bunny. I don't know. I do expect to I think see I, I, I feel like that's going to be the big cameo mm-hmm. because they made a whole scene of her explaining how she can transform mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And she, they, she used an animal. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's obvious. So yes. I... I feel like that's gonna be the big cameo. I feel like it has to. Be, I feel like it has to be too. He. I think he needs to appear. And also, we don't know anything about her book. They made a lot. They put a lot of focus on the last episode about the book, mm-hmm. which had energy coming from it. And I'm pretty sure she is still probably working for somebody even more powerful than she. And I would expect a reveal there as well, or at least a tease of it. Um, because of the supposed tie between this and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is coming out later this year. Mm-hmm. Um, fingers crossed, anyway, it's coming out later this year. Uh, everybody go get your coronavirus vaccine as soon as you possibly can, uh, yep. is my suggestion. Um, okay, so uh, that's a wrap on this week's episode. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives. And, uh, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify, just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
hit subscribe, and that will allow you to come back next time where Aurora and I will be talking more WandaVision. It is episode nine, the season finale.